What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to the Quick Pop Podcast. My name is uh, Ace of Spades Cards, your hostess with the mostest today. Um, and today we've got we got an oldie and we got a newie uh, in, if that makes any sense. Uh, starting us out is hey guys, it's Jacob. Uh, nice to be here with you guys. It's nice to have you. Always always nice to have uh, new perspective on things. Thank uh, you. Yeah. I met I met Jacob here through a mutual friend, and uh, he was like, "This guy is seriously into wrestling. You need to uh, you need to get with him. You need to see what he thinks." And so, decided to bring him on this time. Get uh, get that new third in with all new guests. Though we need a little bit about you, so let's go with when did you start, if at all? When did you fall out slash return? And top wrestler in your opinion right now okay i guess when i fell in love with wrestling i was very young it was about 92 93 it was a little bit before wrestlemania 8 i remember wrestlemania 8 being my first wrestlemania going over to some friends houses and watching over there and just falling in love with macho man and hogan and just seeing the whole spectacle that is wrestlemania um Falling out, I, I've technically never really fallen out of love with wrestling. Uh, there's been times that I've watched it a little less than others, but I've always kept up with the product probably ever since then. And then favorite wrestler going today, uh, as of right now with the current roster, I would say AJ Styles. I think AJ Styles is, for me, the full package, amazing in the ring. Uh, not the best mic skills, but still he will give you a good promo and a good storyline if, if you need it out of him. And he's probably pulling the best matches on the roster as of right now. Uh, yeah, I would. I definitely agree with that statement. Um, it, it is a great segue that you say AJ Styles because on this episode of the, the Quick Pop Podcast, uh, we're going to be covering some of the weekly shows leading up to the uh, pay per view coming up called Battleground. So, uh, because you mentioned AJ Styles, we're going to start with uh, SmackDown that just happened. Um, so who here, I know, uh, but I assume you watched, uh, today, Jake, uh, I did watch SmackDown tonight. Yes. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a weird way that, uh, that AJ Styles, cause it wasn't like a televised show. And I remember because it was like the Tuesday before, uh, they did that match to find out who was the number one contender. And then I think it was that Thursday they went to Madison Square and he ended up winning it. Uh, I believe that's what the uh, the timeline was for that. So it was really weird. Like, I know Madison Square Garden rules, like, they have their own rules in terms of what can and can't happen at uh, at the Garden. But it was really weird that they just made this whole big deal about having him win uh, the number one contender and then, and like, immediately give it to him. So, like, the next week what we all thought was the number one contender is now the champ. Uh, I thought that was, uh, thought that was really weird in just the way they did it. Like, I don't know. The best way I can describe it is if you're not like a hardcore viewer and you watch a lot of it, then it wouldn't really make sense to you why he was suddenly, uh, suddenly there with a title. Yeah. I mean, like if you don't understand like Vince's love for Madison square garden and how, that one arena is the one place that literally anything can happen, whether it's a house show or raw or pay-per-view 
yeah, like you said, if you, if you're just a casual viewer, you, you're not gonna under, you're gonna be like, wait a minute, last week this guy was the champion. What happened? Right. Like, um, but at the same time, though, it is it's interesting because the battleground match went from being a title match, like taking Kevin Owens' title, to now Kevin Owens trying to reclaim it. Um, so it was weird how just that little random match at Madison Square changed, like the pay per view. Uh, whether it was good or bad remains to be seen. Um, I'm I'm intrigued uh, about their match at Battlegrounds because this Tuesday was also the go home show, um, leading into Battlegrounds this Sunday. Nobody, based on the match they had uh, tonight, which uh, for those following along was a tag team match with uh, AJ Styles and Shinsuke versus Kevin Owens and. Uh, Baron Corbin. Uh, Kevin Owens did pick up the win, which could mean he's not going to win at Battlegrounds, but that's not like a hard, fast rule, you know? Um, I mean, that, that that's true, but there, I mean, there is the rule of reverse momentum in WWE, which is if you look good on the Raw or SmackDown before, you, you usually lose. Yeah, I mean, that's usually the case, but it's not like... In Vince's crazy psycho world, <laughs> you know, uh, a win could just mean, well, he's going to win this weekend, you know. I mean, that's true. Uh, I mean, plus, like you said, with the Madison Square Garden show throwing everything out of whack, I mean, they could just be trying to give Owens momentum to sh- show you why he's going to win back his title. True, but okay. What's your, okay, let me ask you this before I go into my whole thing. What's your opinion of Kevin Owens as a wrestler overall. Uh I'm a I'm a big Kevin Owens fan. Uh, I've been watching him since his ROH days and then after he came in in NXT and stuff. Um I think he is very solid in the ring. He's one of the stronger guys right now SmackDown has on the mic. I think I I am fine with him being US champion. No knock on that. I don't understand why he lost a heavyweight title gained a, a, a mid-card title, and now, like, his character has no interest in going for a heavyweight title at the moment. It's like you guys multiply. Like, how? <laughs> I don't... Kari can back him. Yeah, I, I'm not the biggest fan, honestly. Uh, um, that's fine. <laughs> no. Jesus. I, I don't hate, okay? Like, okay, that's fine. Let me, ex- I guess, let me explain. Trying to find a way so it doesn't seem like, I'm like oh, you, you don't have to spare, spare, spare my feelings. He's not my brother or anything. No, but I also hate Kari with a passion, and the last thing I want to give him is ammo or anything. My problem, okay, I can sum why I don't really like Owens uh, up in one little thing. My problem with Owens is I can't get behind him as a as a champion or like a potential champion because i haven't seen in the hunt owens much like there's been a total of maybe like a month or two maybe maybe only like a month of time since owens like hit the main roster where he hasn't had a title like at any point in time he showed up with the nxt lost that immediately got the U.S. title, lost that, got the Intercontinental title, I believe, uh, lost that, got the Universal title, 
lost that, got the American title again, USA title, and just now is titleless. And that's why I'm not a big fan of him, because in the ring, he's fine. Like, I can't totally knock his style. His promos, I mean, they're good. There's nothing wrong with them. I just feel like because we only see champ Kevin Owens, they all are the same. Like, I'm the champ, and I rock, you know. Um, But I want to see, like, I want my title back. Owens and I just haven't really gotten to see that because he always has his title. I mean, I can see that you, you, it, they basically oversaturated with putting a title on him. I, I mean, I can get your complaint. It's it, to the point. Any wrestler that you throw it that many titles on him that soon, it starts to become. Well, did he make the title or did the title make him? Right. And you're starting. Yeah, it's starting to be like okay. I get champion Owens. What is like wrestler Owens, fighter Owens? You know, what is what is him in a feud with AJ just because they don't like each other? Looks like right, like right now, Finn Balor has every reason in the world to like be hungry for the title. Like it's his title he didn't lose. Yeah, that they never that for some reason he can't mention on the mic unless he's in a fatal five way. Yeah, unless he's in a fatal five way, then he's like, "Uh, I didn't lose that. Um, but like, that's what I like though. Cause I can still get behind Owen or not Owens, uh, Balor, even, even though if he's in a ridiculous feud right now, which I don't understand, but yeah, he, he is so much better than the drifter. Yeah. Well, I just, just let him squash the drifter and move on. Yeah. Move on. If you want to have him with Bray, fine. Just stop putting the drifter in there. Um, yeah, I agree. But that's my kind of issue with Owens is I don't. I don't get it. Like, when you're always the champ, you just start to think when you don't have the championship, you're like, well, he's going to fall down the card because he doesn't know how to do anything else but go after a championship. So, yeah, I, I kind of think like uh, with you saying that, it kind of reminds me of like Ric Flair in like the early to mid 90s. Oh, like, yeah. he was champ for so long that like his character became he's the champ. Yeah. He's and so then the whenever Hogan came into WCW, and Ric Flair wasn't the champion anymore. WCW's like, well, what do we do with this guy? He's not the champ, and that was his character. Yeah. So I, I, I can totally get that, that if you have a championship for too long or it's like that's all your character is, it suddenly starts to muddle what you're actually about, and then your character just is you're the champion. Right. So I, I, can't, I can't totally not KO, but that's the reason I can't get behind him because, like, I don't – I don't feel why I should because, like, if I if I hate him and I boo him, it doesn't matter. He's still gonna just constantly have a championship. Whereas I feel like if I don't support Finn Balor, Finn Balor won't go anywhere, and so that's why <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's it's cool that I can still feel support for him in these little feuds, um, yeah, without him necessarily being in a championship feud. Uh. But we'll get to Raw in a moment because, trust me, some stuff went down on Raw. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Uh, So, believe you me, we'll get to Raw. But let's knock out SmackDown. Uh, So, we talked about... (laughs) We we talked about the end of the uh, end of SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown SmackDown started slow this, this Tuesday... And then kind of picked up towards the end. Um, 
to show to show how slow. I don't even remember the first match. Uh, I, I remember the first segment was uh, gender in the Punjabi prison. That's right. It wasn't a match. Um, uh, which, which, with the second they did that, it's because it's been so long since we've seen that match. The second they did all the camera shots and showing it, I re- just remember how hard it is to see anyone in that ring whenever you do an outside shot through that cage. It's so visually like messy. Like yes, Hell in a Cell. The- it's it's a mess. Steel cage is a mess, but at least they're using chain link, so you can still kind of see through it. The bamboo thing and like there's two layers. It, I don't it's just get it. So muddled. And my old thing is this: is I'm not the biggest gender or Randy Orton fan. Yeah. And we've already seen two of these matches, and I didn't we've like either of them. The so I don't prison. expect to enjoy a match with two wrestlers I don't feel for in a match right. that I haven't seen a quality version of. Right. It is weird. Like, I don't care if Randy wins. I don't care if gender retains. And I really don't care where they're doing it. Like, yeah. The, and uh, it's, it's weird because I don't, I don't see what makes the Punjabi prison so deadly. Like, it's you could slide through a lot of the the prison like it's not like they're tightly woven and you know oh yeah. you're thrown into it like Randy Orton was easily climbing it like not even any struggle climbing it Hell in a Cell like at least looks like oh crap if you fall that's it but yeah with this it's it's, it's like a puzzle room if you can escape the first prison then there's round two like I don't know. Yeah, pretty much Punjabi Prison is the escape rooms of WWE. It's yeah. like there's there's probably like a quiz somewhere in there. There's like a, a little notepad. You have to find the bomb first and then to get out. If you can it's guess just, it makes Juicy no Gender's weight, that's like how a, a trap door opens. Yeah, exactly. Hornswoggle's like waiting somewhere to it's... pop out and like beat you with a kendo stick. Absolutely. Uh, that all being said, credit where credit is due. Uh, gender went from a jobber to a champ in like a month. Um, See, I like and I hate that at the same time. I like it because it gives hope for people that I like that are like, you know, lower on the card that they can just jump up. Yeah. But I hate that he went from jobbing to winning a number one contender match to being champion. Well, it's you know like, why? how do you lose 10 matches in a row? And they're like, this guy deserves to be in a fatal four way to determine a number one contender. Well, you know why he got pushed, right? Oh, because uh, uh, their dealings with India—they're well, they, trying to break into the Indian market. Yes, and they did, and that's that's it. But instead of like introducing an Indian guy, uh, Vince looked at Gender and was like, "I like big, sweaty men. You're getting a push." Yeah, pretty basically. much. I mean, it's it, but, but the one thing that's laughable to me is you're trying to break into the Indian market. You're trying to endear yourself to their fans. Why make him a heel? Yeah. Why make him this I hate America spouting rhetoric per- character we've seen for decades and decades if you're trying to endear yourself to those people? Does, like, India really hate America that much? They, I, can't, I can't imagine they do. It, it is weird. It's like, India, root for your champ. He absolutely despises the place that gave him the opportunity. Yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, we're going to come to India. Just remember, the guy that represents you hates us. Hates us, yeah, but but love us because look, he's the champ. Yeah, exactly. 
it's it, like sometimes Vince's way of thinking is just so like crazed and out there. Yeah. I, I just I I I can't even fathom what some of those board meetings must be like. Every every time we talk about Vince's weird like thoughts, I'm reminded there's like a second half to this podcast and I'm like, "Oh, I can't wait." Uh, so, so let's continue. Uh, after that, um, see, this is how bad it was because I was watching everything on mute. So because I was doing something, I else. don't remember order. I know Becky and Charlotte faced Becky each Charlotte other in a pretty match. good match. It was weird because like there's there's a big free for all coming up for the number one contender. Um, yeah, and like we haven't had enough of those on SmackDown female uh, roster. Yeah, let's let's constantly determine number one contenders. Let's not just say, "Look, you earned it. Go." Yeah, but I know they're trying to reface Charlotte, which is tough because we've seen like Ric Flair female edition like for so long. Um, but it's weird that they had that little moment between her and Becky where she was like, "Ow, that that really hurt!" Like. What the heck? What the crowd? Um, and then have them get beat up anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Like that, that five way also is kind of hard to pinpoint where they're going to go with that. Yeah. Because I would assume Charlotte or Becky is going to be the most likely. But if Naomi's still champion, I could easily see them letting Natalia win. So it gives Naomi a heel to face at SummerSlam. Yeah. But at the same time, it's someone seasoned that can help carry her a little bit through the match. Yeah, it it's a tie between wanting a face heel match at like one of your big four later, uh, or having like double star power. I guess. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's weird. Like I'm not sure how. Uh, okay, I'm not sure how they're gonna do it. But it'll be interesting to see um, based on the Fatal Five play. I hope, I hope there's no like shenanigans. Uh, like this person won, but then down the line someone else gets inserted and it becomes like a triple threat or something like that. I don't know how I'll feel about that. Um, yeah, and it was also weird afterwards. You know, they were interviewing Naomi, and uh, she was all, "Oh." I'll take anyone on. And then, of course, the bane of my existence, Carmella, walks up and is like, you might have a match. And I'm just sitting there thinking, go, uh, Carmella, you know, if she's, she's not there. You can't, like, you can catch it any time, but, like, she has to be there, right? So, like, <laughs> if she didn't show up, you can't. I think someone's done that. They were like, I challenge you. And they're like, yeah, he's not in the building, so... Well, then he forfeits. It's like, no, that's not how it works. Like, Kind of uh, like uh, when uh, Jericho used to say he defeated Goldberg week after week when Goldberg wasn't there. Yeah. He was like, I beat him every time. Like, I challenged him, <laughs> and then he didn't show for the match, so I won. Like, no, He gets counted out every time. It's strange. He gets counted out every time. I don't get it. I don't know how they ring the bell, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. Um, we had uh, the Ooze. Well, one Ooze, single Ooze. Uh, single O, uh, Jay, I believe they they both look alike. Uh, may have been Jimmy. See what I mean? When 
the the question mark is not good. They're still way too similar looking. Like one of them needs a scar. That's what needs to happen. <laughs> you just get cut. Come on, take one for the team. Take one for the team. Because like it was Jimmy. Be, I just looked it up. It's Jimmy. It used to be like they painted different sides of their face, so you could look and go, "Oh, that one's that one, and that yeah. one's that one." Yeah, it was, it was lefty and righty. Yeah. Now they're now they're just both thugs who yeah. like. For, and, are, and now they're, they're like wannabe rappers, but yet that's not their gimmick, but it yeah. is. They're like kind of rappers, but they don't rap, but then they get in a rap battle and then they lose, so they like no longer rap. Like, I don't know. And I've never seen someone so fond of wearing the the tag belts around their neck. Yeah. I don't, it's like, you know, that's a belt, right? Uh, pretty much I equate them to the flavor flavor of WWE. It's like I just expect them to start like having some stupid catch. Well, they do have a stupid catchphrase they that they yell out, so never mind. So it's about right. Day one ish crap. Yeah, day one uh, is H. Yeah, is H. Uh, and they went against New Day in singles competition, which I was like, why would you do that against the New Day? Like, even when they're face, they're kind of heel. Like, they don't care. Yeah. Um, although that is a weird thing like new day is one of the few groups who can get away with like interference shenanigans but not be heel yeah i, I equate them kind of to uh uh dadgummit who is, was it um eddie and chavo like the lie the cheat steal gimmick yeah, yeah where uh where they like cheated constantly and everyone's like yes cheat some more we love it like that's basically new day is new yeah. day can cheat or win clean and they're gonna get it a pop each time Oh, well, because they're in New Day. Like, even when they yeah. were, like, evil, in quotation marks, they still got pops, like. Oh, yeah. But I don't I don't know how I feel about them already in the title hunt. But at the same time, who else is going to go after the titles? Like, no other team is currently pushed to that level. Like it's pretty much all SmackDown's tag team division is right now is uh, Usos, New Day, and Fashion Police. That's yeah. that's all they got. And Fashion Police are like off doing their own thing, which I yeah. love. But... I was about to say their 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 segments backstage are the best. If they want to put the tag titles on them, cool. But I'm fine with them just doing these little segments, like the one today when they were like go surreal and they open the curtain and it's eight in english and i was like yeah. really really <laughs> it's so, it's that so bad it's good and i love it yeah yeah that, that, that's been like their whole formula well to me they're just uh the, they're just zoolander but wrestlers basically basically uh, and it, it's it's brilliant though and i was so against them as a tag team at first and it's just because i don't know something about well, it was twofold. One, um, it felt like a really bad squishing together of Sue single stars. Like, you guys form a team now. Um, yeah. But on the flip side of that, I also don't like it because you had, okay, you had Tyler Breeze and Fandango, right? Mm-hmm. They could have called that team Febreze, and they didn't. <laughs> I know. I'm sure there's some copyright issues that they couldn't do it, but seriously, this it's right there. Come on now. It's, it's right there. It was staring you in the face. They I know. It's like, it's like, okay, 
even if that is not the name of the team, how do you not at least say that and like sneak it in during a match? You know, right. you got to mix in this weird Breezango thing. Like it didn't roll off the tongue. Febreze no. does. No, it, like if you if if it is licensing issues that they couldn't do Febreze, then just don't do Breezango because that yeah, just sounds horrible. Fat Fabrizio, I don't know something something beside that. Don't don't put Fandango's back half on there. It didn't work. Yeah, um, no. but yeah, it's like those three are the only real tag team in existence. Like they're not really, I don't know, they're not really there. There's yeah they're broken. Well, SmackDown had a fourth tag team, but uh, spoiler <laughs> alert more. for what's coming up later on spoiler. Raw. One of them moved. Spoiler alert: uh, America has crumbled a little bit. Yes, there uh, there there are no alphas left in America. Yeah, only betas. Um, Only betas. American betas. Um, so after the new date, what was after the new date? They had a lot of segments. Uh, um, oh, uh, okay. Uh, Sami Zayn uh, faced in his WWE in-ring debut, Mike Kanellis. <laughs> I don't understand this feud at all because it's another one of those dumb, like, misunderstanding feuds. And it's it's escalated now. I don't know. Mike Kanellis doesn't need to exist in the ring like if they would have just constantly did that gimmick where they came out and they were like we love each other and that's that fine it's it's dumb but now he's in the ring i don't i don't get it uh i mean i agree with you this gimmick's dumb it's it's a more overblown version of what he did in uh, ring of honor with me with uh maria yeah but it's, it's I wasn't a fan of it in Ring of Honor. Uh, Mike is what he is in the ring. He's he's good for for a good mid card match. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll pull out some good moves, but at the end of the day, he's one of those guys that it, it depends who he's in the ring with on what you're going to get. And I right. think that's the reason they're giving him uh, Zayn is because they know Zayn can pull good matches out of a lot of people. Yeah. So put those in a feud together, and they'll make each other look good. I hope so because right now this. Like, when this feud's over, they better have plans uh, for Canales because I don't know where he goes after this. Like, okay, you feuded with Sammy, kind of. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, if AJ keeps the U.S. title, maybe down the line putting him with AJ, but I'm not sure if that would necessarily work. Uh, no. I and and I, I think... Shinsuke, they're trying to move him up the ladder, so yeah, I don't see him going with Shinsuke. Either. Yeah, they want Shinsuke uh, main eventing, not not mid carding. They want him up. Oh yeah, but they. Oh yeah, Thankfully, I, I think we're going to get uh, Shinsuke Cena sooner rather than later. Oh, definitely. I'm glad they like took their time with it. Like AJ Cena was great, and like all that entailed from there, and him getting the title. La 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 la. But I'm glad with Shinsuke, they didn't feel the need to just, like, immediately go, boom, title, knock, knock it out. Like, they're they're easing you into Shinsuke. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think they needed to because whereas, like, the hardcore wrestling audience immediately knew who he was from New Japan and everything, you have a lot of your audience that even, like, hardcore WWE fans that don't really watch New Japan. So right. they may have heard the name, but they've never seen him wrestle. So you can't just take that guy – 
throw a title on him and be like, oh, no, no, trust us. He's amazing, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, and he is, but it you can't you can't just come in and just be like like this guy and they're like why yeah. it's like because he has pedigree it's like we don't we don't know about that so so it it is good that they're not like you know they're not Kevin Owens in him um yeah so hopefully hopefully though he doesn't keep cuz remember like when he started he had the weird feud with uh Ziggler for some reason and it was okay. I was hoping those matches would be better because Zid- Ziggler's good in the ring. He's a solid in the ring. So I was hoping that those matches would just deliver more. And they didn't really. <laughs> they didn't. See, that's my. I think that's my one problem with Shinsuke. I, I, I like Shinsuke. Good mm-hmm. wrestler, great in the ring. But ever since he came, even to NXT, he's been underwhelming to me mm-hmm. because other than his one match with Balor and his first match with Joe, I think all of his matches have been a little underwhelming. And I don't know if it's that he came from Japan doing strong style where it's like, Hey, hit this guy as hard as you can, but hit him in a safe place to WWE where it's like swing as hard as you can, but don't actually connect. Yeah. I think it's probably definitely the first because I remember seeing like his new Japan strong style. And it is not his uh, WWE strong style. Oh no, like, no, no not at all. Um, I mean, they they do their best. Sometimes uh, Shinsuke will kick somebody, and you'll be like, mm, "I bet that guy can't even taste anymore." Um, <laughs> yeah, but a lot of his are very like they're 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 playing so safe with it. It's almost like you can see the the movie kick. Like the not actually connecting kick. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully uh, they'll put him in a few matches. Like maybe put him in a hardcore match, so like you can kind of let him kick a little harder or like connect a little harder, I guess. And and it still works with like the type of the match they're having. Just so like he could really you could really play up a whole thing like strong style versus like. Somebody who uses like steel chair or something and just like strong style versus steel style, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like hardcore versus strong style type. Or thing. or after this whole thing with Kevin Owens, literally put it strong style versus AJ styles. I think it. we're saving that for Mania thirty four. I think you're not gonna see that till till New Orleans. Yeah. But that's that's unless something else stupid happens along the way and they're like, uh redo plans you know i mean they love to redo plans i just i also know the ego events and considering aj and shinsuke's only one match they've had was at wrestle kingdom i can just see vince wanting to save that match do it at wrestlemania and then try to make it bigger and better and that way it's like oh yeah y'all had them at your biggest event but i did it better right (laughs) um and I, I don't want to say that, but this is also the Vince McMahon that set up uh, Big Show versus Shaq, and then we didn't get it. <laughs> and I was yeah. Mad. Well, when did that happen? I missed it. Was that on the uh, the pre-show? No, it just didn't. It just oh, didn't happen. Oh darn! I thought I just missed it. No, no, no. I no, swore no, it no. happened. Vin, no. Vin, I, they they talked about it enough. They wanted it, and then like a week before uh, Shaq pulled out. What was yeah. what was dumb about it? 
like I went I went to WrestleMania uh this year and Oh nice. I was mm, something else. Uh, I'm glad I did. Uh because you know last taker ride. I'm so glad I got to be there for that. Um mm-hmm. The problem was the ring, you know, they had that big giant like inflatable sort of ring above it. Yeah. I feel like that was literally there like because of the Big Show and Shaq match. Like, this is the kind of ring they'll need because, you know, they're giants. <laughs> and when they didn't, they still put it up there. And it was it was really distracting and obstructing. Like, you couldn't get overhead shots real good and see the oh, ring. that sucks. So, I don't know. It was just in the way, in my opinion. I've heard ever since they've started having those big structures um, – that it started for a lot of fans to be more of a hindrance because like the, the upper uh, seats can't holes see the stage. get in the way that the tarp gets in the way. Yeah. I was thankfully at a po- point where like I could still see the stage pretty good. Um, but I could see where a lot of places wouldn't be able to see really good just because the structure was in the way. So back on back to the topic at hand with SmackDown. Uh, yes. Pretty good go home show. Um, I feel like Gender's go home thing was kind of lackluster because uh, the Punjabi prison is so elaborate. They had to put it on first so they could just like then pick it up and get rid of it. And yeah. so I feel like they couldn't do anything with it. They had to just be like, look at it, you know, yellow lights everywhere, look at it. And then it was just. That was it. Like, just just look at it, basically. Yeah, um, I, I think that that was basically that whole segment was like, uh, "Hey, look at this thing. We're gonna have a match in there this Sunday. Don't worry about who's in it. Just look at the thing. Look at the thing. Like the the thing took the center stage, and they're like, oh yeah, and some wrestlers are gonna be in it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like who's gonna be in there? Uh, Randy Orton's in the hall. But don't worry about that. Don't worry about it's that. Look at look at this thing of beauty. Uh. The the women's thing, uh, it has some potential. I'm not sure because it feels like the women's division lately has had more like multi man or multi woman uh, matches than like the regular roster. Like I don't know, they yeah. seem they seem to be in love with multi person matches lately in the women's division. Well, I feel like on SmackDown, the reason is is because you basically have Becky, Charlotte, and everyone else. Mm-hmm. And so it's to get everyone else in the Shot. ring with Becky and Charlotte. Or even James Seltworth, apparently. But Yeah, apparently. He, he's huge in the women's division. He is. Mm. Don't, we... come on, come on. Don't tell me he's not your second favorite wrestler on the roster. Come on, be honest now. I'm torn because they literally had him grab the case like, He's he's playing his part really well. That's for sure. Um, uh, okay, not to take a total side dive, but no, uh, no. about the, the the case, I think it was the worst decision they ever made to have him grab the case, and the best decision because it was terrible because it's the first ever women's match, and you're yeah. having a man grab it, and that's just it. it's it's the first ever. You can never redo the first ever. Yeah, but at the same James time, James Ellsworth it was, won. Uh, the first women's yeah. money in the bank. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's ridiculous. But at the same time, if you're going for heat, 
there's no it, it, it's it's shown there was oh, no yeah. more heat you could have even thought of than hey let's get a man to grab it like the heat was so strong that it literally seeped into the story where Daniel Bryan yeah. got mad at him. Yeah. Oh my god, I love it. I loved it. That whole thing that that like forced Daniel Bryan laugh. Like, <laughs> you're you're right below fire. Like, I'm not firing you, but it's that that step below. Um, it's a, it's a, it's like one more move and you are fired. You are, yeah. Do that again, you're out. Um, so the women's division is all over the place. The tag team division, eh. um, we we got a hint that uh, Brizongo's gonna meet like who's been wrecking their stuff at a uh, battleground. Even though they gave us no hint, and I'm worried that like they're gonna bring a team up, or it's gonna be like like a call up from NXT, and they're gonna flop because like Brizongo, while good, aren't exactly like introduce the new guy as good i don't know yeah i well i think tyler breeze is yeah. i don't think uh fandango is no fandango's there purely because he's tall um, <laughs> sounds and, about right and the mid card for smackdown's okay and then like you know they've got their random little feuds here and there um but it feels like smackdown is like the championship brand and raw is the feuds brand yeah well i mean i i think smackdown is trying to be more of an old school wrestling show and raw's trying to be the entertainment show right which is weird because like they're two separate things like do your own thing it's okay yeah uh, exactly but all that said uh somehow surprisingly i now i know what's gonna what's gonna come on next i know it's the go the go home show so like there was stuff talk about oh, i'm impressed yay um, we did it we did it yay uh tune in next time where we talk about the strangest angle raw has ever got done <laughs> uh, i see what you did there <laughs> sell that ad space um once again for a quick pop my name's ace i've been jacob derrick and uh, we are out. Uh, have a lovely afternoon, you pretty people. And we'll see you next time. See ya. <laughs>